0: on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on the Odyssey app, Trista Crick out in Portland, Nick Ashew, back in the nation's capital. Missed anything so far, you know, you got the podcast, wherever it is that you get your podcast, it's list and tier season when it comes to the NFL and then soon it'll be the NBA after that. This tier three that Mike Sando and his polling, obviously, of uh, executives around the NFL for the athletic is loaded and a great example of where the middleman is pretty much in the NFL. Just to recap real quick, here was Tier 1. Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Rogers, Herbert. Top-notch, no holes in their game, they say. That's what Tier 1 is. Tier 2, Hurts, Lamar, Lawrence, Dak, Stafford, Deshaun Watson, which we both had some question marks about considering he hasn't played football in a year and a half. Didn't look very good. Didn't look very good with Cleveland, though. He gave, There were some hints of the old guy at the end. Uh, then Kirk Cousins in there. Tier three, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Jared Goff, Russell Wilson, Tua, uh, Jimmy G, Daniel Jones, Gino, Justin Field, Ryan Tannehill, Mac Jones. So a loaded, a loaded pack here when it comes to tier three. Daniel Jones had one season this past year that got him forty million dollars a year, Trista. And let's be honest, that offense was centered around Saquon Barkley first. I'm still convinced that people look at Daniel Jones and see the physical gifts and do what I always said about Jay Cutler. I call it Jay Cutler syndrome. They look at him and say what could be as opposed to what is, and that's what always garners the maybe extra level of intrigue or respect or like that coaches or people around the league seem to have.
1: Yeah, here's the thing, too. It's like, okay, I like Daniel Jones fine. He's an okay player. But, like, let's be honest – the difference between him last year and this year is Brian Dable. That's, that's it. And Saquon Barkley coming back and being really, really good. He can run the ball really well. He's got great legs. And he's made better decision-making, uh, better decisions this year versus the year before. But, like, Daniel Jones being right above Geno Smith is wild to me. I just don't understand. Daniel Jones is like a, a very mediocre quarterback. He's And Tiki Tiki came on WFAN and said that he thought that Daniel Jones could be a tier one quarterback. He could be in the level of, of Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. That is so insane that I just feel that he and his New York giant bias. Uh, and God bless him. But... Gotta learn from Michael Strahan a little bit and either say nothing at all or just be honest about your team because people are automatically gonna think you're a homer. Daniel Jones will never be a tier one quarterback. Never.
0: Much more accurate this past season, completed sixty seven percent of his passes, was a little bitter when it came to the turnovers, and that was really the issue early in his career. But like he
1: threw like three yards per per attempt.
0: And that's the difference is you go and look through for thirty two hundred yards and 15 touchdowns what they did was they put Daniel Jones in a situation to succeed it's what I said the Cowboys should do with Dak Prescott for years in which again Mike McCarthy says maybe they're going to try and do that this year I still don't get how they're going to do it but you don't have your quarterback throw the ball 45 times a game and that's kind of what you have to do if you're the Giants and Daniel Jones as you say you know what This is going to be a situation where we need to run the football more. I mean, you're going to have Saquon there at least for the year. He ended up signing uh, the the franchise tag. Daniel Jones' touchdown prop is at just 17 and a half. And the over is at minus 120. The under is at even money.
1: That tells you everything you need to know.
0: That's everything you should know about this and what that offense is going to be. Like, I get that there are physical gifts there. But you know how you you can see in the NFL by about year two, halfway through year two, if a quarterback's got it or not. Now, that doesn't mean that players can't improve later. It doesn't mean that certain opportunities, different situations, offense, coaches, whatever, can change the trajectory of a player. I've always said, like, situation dictates the success and the careers of young quarterbacks because if you're dropped into a bad situation, you may never even have a chance to develop as a quarterback. But Daniel Jones, to me, is a quarterback that I see That has moments and flashes of greatness. Now, I've seen it a million times because for some reason he looks like that against Washington every time he plays him. Looks like a Pro Bowler. I don't get it. He'll throw for like four touchdowns, run for two more, and throw for 350 yards, and I hate it, and it drives me insane every single time. But that's the reality that I have to deal with, so I hate him even more. But you watch, and we've seen enough now where the consistency is not there. They didn't pick up the team option, remember? They had to give him this big contract, and they should have picked up the team option. That tells you everything you should know that it's Brian Dable and that offense that's made him better. And it may be a perfect marriage, but let's pump the brakes on looking at him as somebody that, quite frankly, I would take Geno Smith right now over Daniel Jones. I would, oh God, would I take, would you take Justin Fields over Daniel Jones? I can't do that, but that may change after this year. Like if you drop Justin Fields right now into that Giants offense, how much better is, is Justin Fields with Brian Dable as his head coach? I think he's a lot better, I and he think, could, and he could be better I, than Daniel Jones. Then,
1: than, yeah, I think he's better than Daniel Jones with the with Brian Dable as his head coach, and now he's got more weapons, right? And so we're going to see what Fields can do with more weapons. But I like Brian Dable. I think I would take Justin Fields over Daniel Jones, and that's no shade to Daniel Jones. Here is the thing: if if you pass the ball less. And you pass the ball a shorter distance, which automatically will make you more accurate. I mean I my eight my eight year old little cousin that I don't even have can throw the ball three <laughs> to five your, yards. Your
0: imaginary you know, eight year old cousin
1: <laughs> can can throw a full size football three to five yards to someone with sticky gloves and that's an elite receiver at that level and that doesn't make them a, an elite quarterback. that just does not. I don't I don't know why him throwing the ball less, airing it out less shorter distances makes him somehow a tier three quarterback because they had more team success but whatever I mean that just shows you everything you need to know about uh, recency bias.
0: Daniel Jones, 3,300 and a half yards passing at even money to the over, minus 120 to the under. Now, that's just a little bit more than what he threw for last year. The reason why I'd at least consider it, uh, you know, you're getting the even money, which is kind of nice, but the reason why I would consider the over there, though, is because it is another year in Brian Dable's offense. Now, Saquon Barkley, probably going to get a lot of carries. They got him on a one-year deal. My guess is they're going to run him into the ground. But there's... Now that $40 million contract that you're going to sit there for this season, and I know there's not a lot of guaranteed money long-term with this, but you still pay Daniel Jones. You got to go out there and have him earn that money. And there's going to be a lot more pressure on him, but I think Brian Dable is going to go and try to give him some more opportunities building on what they had last year. I don't think the guy's going to be a pro bowler. I don't, I'm don't. i not sitting here saying that this is going to be a thing where he leads the Giants to the NFC Championship game. Let's pump the brakes on all that. But I think he could throw for over thirty-three hundred yards because it's not that much more than where it was last year. Sometimes having another spot in that system is good. But again, that's that's a tier three quarterback right there. That's th- those aren't special numbers at all.
1: No, he's very mediocre. Honestly, he's he's a probably a tier four quarterback with a tier one system, yeah. and maybe he needs better receivers. And maybe he'll be a tier three quarterback or tier two quarterback. But I'm just... I am not in. I'm not in.
0: Geno Smith sitting at 3,900. Minus 105 to the over. Under is uh, minus 115. So, clearly we're seeing here... I mean, Geno Smith threw for 4,000 yards last year. Really, the only thing is, like, if you go by the seasons they had, Geno Smith had a better season. But you still have to say, well, what about the rest of his career? Like, is he really this good? Is it one year? So, I get the question marks, at least around Geno, but... I would take Geno Smith over Daniel Jones right now for on for a one year deal.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Geno Smith's a really smart quarterback too. Not to say Daniel Jones isn't, but I I don't know. I think if you put Geno Smith in the in the Giants offense, he doesn't he has a better year, right? I think that they probably yep. have the same same record.
0: It's it, it really look it's an example of just what it's like wh- wh- where a, when a quarterback is in a better system and you have better coaching it can make all all the difference in the world and you hope that like Justin Fields is going to get that this year like I want to see what Justin Fields can actually be as a quarterback Just the one thing I won't do like I don't root against young quarterbacks to like not succeed the more good quarterback play we have in the NFL the better I just don't really know what to do with Justin Fields so we're looking at 28.50 and a half for passing yards, minus 105 to the over, minus 115 to the under. For somebody that really hasn't had an opportunity, taking a lot of sacks, bad offensive lines, they've added, like they've started to try and build a team around him, finally in Chicago. But I mean, even his passing touchdowns, over 18 and a half, is at plus 110. So those yeah. those are actual numbers that are lower than where Daniel Jones is set right now. But we have seen Daniel Jones. In a little more time on the field, obviously, show that he can be a more consistent passer than Justin Fields. Then again, Fields ran for 1,100 yards last year, too.
1: Justin Fields, 17 touchdowns last year, but he had basically no one it was him and Darnell Mooney out here on these streets and no shade to Darnell Mooney but uh Mooney but uh, with DJ Moore there I think there's going to be a lot more opportunity to have a better offense and that's this is the same thing that we said though about Jalen Hurts until last year is Jalen Hurts can only pass to one side of the field Jalen Hurts is more of a runner than a passer you know if you can get Justin Fields the same type of help and elite weaponry that Jalen Hurts have has like, for example, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Miles Sanders, uh, Dallas Goddard with Justin Fields. Do you think he passes for 17 touchdowns, 2,200 yards? No shot. Kenneth Gainwell? No shot. Really good defense, elite offensive line, the best offensive line in all of football. Uh, Justin Fields was on his back more than an IG thought uh, in an OnlyFans. I'm
0: just going to give that a minute to breathe. Give that a minute to breathe. Thanks. Well done. Well done. I. I'd like to even follow up on that analogy, but I think that is a picture-perfect analogy. I'm a big fan of those, and that was about as good as it gets. Uh, drafting Darnell Wright, this is how I'll segue because I got nothing for you here. Uh, drafting Darnell Wright also helps, certainly, at right tackle. So they're, they're at least addressing that offensive line. But, I mean, you know, I, I always think back to not Derek Carr, David Carr, his brother, when he got drafted by the Texans, an expansion team, I mean, one of the worst offensive lines in the history of the NFL. Dude was getting sacked a record amount of times. Now, do I think he could have been a Pro Bowl quarterback? I, we, we don't know. We'll never know. But that was the situation that he was in. Like I'm sorry, but you can't judge a quarterback when you don't get they don't have opportunities to throw the football like at all. And that's that's the situation that he was in. Uh, Justin Fields though, we know is still going to run the football, right? Like in the end, this is going to be a quarterback that's going to get out there and still run the ball and use those legs and use the athleticism as much as possible. His rushing yard prop for the season. 800-and-a-half, minus 110 both ways. He ran for 1,100 last year. I would definitely take the over 800 yards rushing for Justin Fields. I know they've made, look, we said, right, they've upgraded the offensive line a little bit, getting them DJ Moore to throw the football to. They're still not going to be a great football team. And they still know, hey, this is the bread and butter. You can't just take away this extra weapon that not all quarterbacks have. Justin Fields will go over 800 yards rushing this season.
1: Oh, I think that's right. I think that's right. I don't think you can get him to slow down on that front just because DJ Moore is there. I, I don't think the two touchdowns or three touchdowns more that Vegas has the line set over and above his his passing touchdowns the last year is going to make a massive difference in terms of him running the ball. Oh, yeah, I think I think he runs for 1,000 yards.
0: Yeah, I mean, and again, he, he's the one that I think – did he come out and say that he thinks he's the best rushing quarterback of all time? Was it him that said that recently?
1: I feel like it was.
0: I feel like it was too. I feel like it was. So he's got to go out and prove it. So you know what you bank on that if you can. The last quarterback in this tier three though that I like I just don't know really what to do with is Ryan Tannehill. Like Mac Jones is on the back end of that, but Mac Jones, I feel like, we'll probably see a little bit of an upgrade from last year. He's not gonna be flashy. They're not gonna have him go throw the ball forty something times a game. I just don't know what Ryan Tannehill is anymore. We talked about how that Titans offense. DeAndre Hopkins clearly got a better offer from them than everybody else because I don't really understand why you go to a team where there's somebody like Ryan Tannehill when you could have gone and played with Patrick Mahomes. Tannehill's passing yards, 3,075.5. The over is at even money. The under is at minus 120. Like, to me, it's probably a stay away because the guy could get benched, but maybe that's when you start thinking about taking an under. He plays the first few games of the season, and I don't know. Maybe Will Levis gets an opportunity in Tennessee.
1: Yeah, that's a major component. So he, he only played for like 12 games last year, uh, according to his game walk. 2,500 yards passing, 13 TDs. The year before that was a monster year for him, 3,700, 3,800 the year before. Yeah, I think it's a stay away for me.
0: Yeah, and I mean, again, it's even when you look at those numbers, that's two years ago, and we haven't seen that in a long, long time, and it really started with that playoff game where he threw three picks. He hasn't necessarily been the same guy since. All right, we're going to look at the final tier, the fourth tier of these quarterbacks. Some names on here that could make a jump, but a lot. You want to talk about question marks? A lot of guys with some teams you don't know what they're going to be. It's BetMGM the night.